Hey, drama listeners, welcome back to the pod, or if you're new, welcome to the pod. I'm so excited to be sharing this episode with you all today on the day that West Side Story, the new film, is live on Disney+. Plus. We are bringing you a very special episode recorded yesterday. I know the editors were hard at work all night to bring you this incredible chat with one of the Jets, which is kind of a gag. When we saw the movie, we were like, we are obsessed. We need, 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 need a Jet. And sure enough, we found one who's also a Newsie and also a member of Hamilton, the hit musical. I don't know if you've heard of it yet, which is actually pretty freaking good if you're wondering and you kind of forgot. I kind of forgot recently and then I listened to it and I was like, oh my God, Hamilton is so fucking good. But anyway, I'm so happy you're listening to this podcast. If you love it, please go and subscribe. Rate us five stars on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. If you love Newsies, we've chatted with a bunch of them. If you love Hamilton, we've chatted with a lot of people from Hamilton. And this is our first episode with somebody from West Side Story. So thank you for supporting the podcast as always. I can't wait for you to hear it. I also would encourage you to go to our Patreon, patreon.com backslash the drama podcast, where we have multiple bonus episodes every single month. You also get access to our close friends on Instagram, where we share all the tea, behind the scenes, tease new episodes, sometimes new merchandise, which might be coming back this summer, which is kind of fun. Anyway, I'm rambling, and I just want you to get to the show. So enjoy our chat with one of the Jets, because the Jets are the greatest. Drama. Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, Ooh drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we, we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater. Pop culture. Love. And life. I'm Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. I feel like we're finally breaking through into spring. I know. And I'm also excited because for the first time in a long time, this podcast is coming out very soon after recording it. So I feel like we can be very topical. I mean, we always are, of course. I know. But I know. And I actually got to see you this weekend for the first time in two months. We did a a little cabin weekend upstate. And I'm still not totally clear on where we were. Everyone's been asking me, where were you? Where you? Where you? We were on Lake Ontario, but I think the idea of going upstate is so like, you know, it's it's quoted by Taylor Swift. It's <laughs> written about. It's pondered upon by New Yorkers. It's it's such a vibe, and we certainly did that with all of our best friends. And I'm just wondering one thing: Are we out of the woods yet? <laughs> Wait, I kept asking that. <laughs> it was so fun. I It actually felt like a vacation. And, you know, New York's so crazy, as people <laughs> love to say. And it was great to just chill and enjoy it. It was giving me summer house slash winter house vibes, of course. Definitely. I know we haven't talked about summer house yet on the pod this season, but it's been so good. Yeah, it really is. And you might said it to me. You're like, how do they do this every day? Like, how do they go? How do they go so hard and like wake up and just do it all over again? And I mean, we definitely paced ourselves and just enjoyed time with our friends. And And you, of course, made special coffee, which is just normal coffee. Yes, I would make special coffee every day. And it was really fun. I encourage anyone, if you have the means and a free weekend to just escape from your crazy life, if you get the chance, do it and just enjoy nature and friends and good times and lots of music. Love it. Well, Dylan, I'm ecstatic as well. I mentioned this is going to come out very soon after recording because- One of my favorite movies of the year is coming out tomorrow on Disney Plus to stream, but 
we have someone who was literally in it. Yeah, and and got a lot of FaceTime in in the film. I would Absolutely, say. I'm gonna bring him in. I'm so excited. I say bring him because this is so exciting, and you know, it's I have a big to say, deal. Like, it is a wow. <laughs> you just go I'm, from there, Connor. I hate myself. I hate myself. But anyway, our guest today is a big deal. Literally, he's now known globally as the Jet Big Deal and Steven Spielberg's seven-time Academy Award nominated. West Side Story film. This reimagining of the best picture and Broadway classic heavily features our guest, who is seen showing his incredible dancing and singing throughout. Before appearing on the big screen, he made his Broadway debut as Specs in Newsies in New York City. His talents have also been seen in Matilda on tour across the country, as well as the Eliza Touring Company of Hamilton, and now is in the Los Angeles production as a member of Swing Nation. And I think he's going on tonight. He has performed regionally in West Side Story, playing the role of Diesel, you may have heard of his original dance studio from his hometown of Pittsburgh, PA, where he learned his skills at the Abby Lee Dance Studio. Yes, Dance Moms. He's a triple threat with a star that is only on the rise. Please welcome to drama, John, John Michael, Michael Fukumara. Hey, 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 what's going on? Yo, that was... That was quite the introduction. I felt so honored. I was like, oh, they've done their research. Look at this. This is this this is great. This is great. I'm, we I'm did have to do a deep guys. dive. And we I'm did. thrilled that we have a fellow Midwesterner on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. PA. PA in Ohio. What part of Pittsburgh or like was it like a suburb in the area that you grew up in? Yeah, so I grew up in Penn Hills, which is okay. like a smaller town, like 20 minutes from Pittsburgh. Okay. And where is the aforementioned Abby Lee dance studio? So it's it's also in Penn Hills. It's like oh, five wow. minutes from my house. So that was like super convenient for us growing up. <laughs> okay, and so we yeah, have to yeah. just get into this. I know, so, I feel like now is the time, Dylan. Just I know. Jump yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if that was gonna come up. <laughs> I'm sure it was going to at some point. Yeah, so, so was the show airing when you were attending? dance classes i was there before the cameras and everything happened I, I i started going there when i was like 10 years old and that's where i received like the majority of my training and then you know on the weekends we would go to different dance competitions and uh, just receive master classes from different masters in dance and yeah that was uh the cameras came like I think when I was like 16 or 17 so I was like kind of on my way out like in graduation mode sort of but I remember when they came to the studio and I, I didn't know what it was no one knew what it was we just knew it was a camera crew coming from lifetime and it was going to be a show about dance that's all we knew and so you know they sat me and my mom down and just we just talked about dance and how i grew up and there was like a trophy next to us that i had won when i was younger like it was just like this whole thing and they were <laughs> asking me questions and like getting like really emotional about just my past and like all this stuff and then out of nowhere the guy just asked me so so do you think you're a better dancer than jesse <laughs> and and jesse jesse uh jesse johnson one of my 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 friends that i grew up dancing with another guy in the dance studio he grew up dancing next to each other and so i think they i don't know they just tried to make a drama like really quick just it was just such a flip and i just remember being like oh uh i think like we're both equally as good we just have different styles is all and he was like well now you're just being political and i i'll i'll never forget that and i was like oh like at that time, I was like, so it's it's this kind of show. They just want the mm. they want the dirt. They want the juice. They want all that yes. stuff. So that's real that's drama. It. So were you ever featured? I'm, you have to forgive me. I I've only seen that's clips okay. online of some of the. I know. I know. I've never seen people, it. 
it's okay. People like when when I tell them, they go, "Oh my god!" Like Dance Moms, and then they just like, you know, they ask me a bunch of questions like, "Were you in it?" You know. So mm-hmm. I, I I was like in the background, like walking here and there, but it was never like a segment on John Michael and his mother. Like, it, okay. even though I'm sure that would be a show at some point, I don't know. But like, <laughs> all the kids at my dance studio know that show. It's just me and my mother, just like in dance life. Uh-huh. But yeah, I was never really in it, thankfully. They did like a test run sort of thing. When we went to like our, one of our dance competitions one weekend and they like filmed us. And I just remember then like running over after like me and actually Maddie Ziegler had had won an award and they just ran over and they're like so tell us what you won and and I just remember being like man this like doesn't sit right with me like I just mm. don't it doesn't I don't like it you know going to dance competitions and like that's that's not what it's about it's not about winning it's not it's about the experience it's about the people that you meet it's about the training that you're receiving it's about what you're receiving uh emotionally in terms of uh, wisdom as well like it's just like mm-hmm. it, it was so much more than just like a, a trophy that is a piece of plastic that just collects dust later in life you know what i mean right. like that so when they asked that i was like yeah this isn't for me you know does that make sense oh absolutely oh, totally. that's yeah. really interesting i know i've never watched it but Maybe I, people are fanatics for dance moms. <laughs> you neither. We have that in common. Well, John Michael, I, I know we dove right in, but I have to tell you, you have such amazing energy. Like even yes. chatting just before this, you seem like such a genuine, normal, kind person, and I really, I really appreciate the energy. I don't know if this will stay in the episode or not, but anyway, you just <laughs> thanks, man. You just seem so easy to um, get along with. Well, I really appreciate that. To be honest, I was like. My Scorpio brain was just like overthinking this whole thing. This is like my technically my first like podcast I've ever done. So oh, I was like, so I was like, yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I'm nervous. Like, should I have a microphone? Like, should I like <laughs> what? What are we gonna talk about? Like, just that's my Scorpio brain overthinking. So I'm I'm thankful that you're just like, oh, you're a cool person, and like, yeah, we're just having a conversation. So this is great, love it. Are you Thank a Scorpio you Sun? Oh god, I don't know the technicalities of that. I yeah, just know. Connor's when's, when's, when's your when's your birthday? So my birthday's on November fourteenth. Um, but oh. I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day three months later. So I was born three months premature. I was supposed to oh be, my yeah. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. So I came out, I was like two pounds, 11 ounces. And the doctors were like, you know, we don't know if he's going to make it. Like I, I had like a 40% chance of living. And, you know, that's that's a lot to tell the parents of like, okay, so hey, he's going to be okay, right? And it's like, we we don't know. So I almost didn't make it. But all that and but now we're here so yeah you're, now you're huge oh yeah yeah th- i think oh well, i think the, the the camera makes you look a, a lot bigger really nice. <laughs> but, uh, but thank you thank you you I were towering over the other jets <laughs> yeah well in comparison yeah I, I think i am i'm i'm definitely one of the one of the taller jets i was wondering if you were an only child so i have three older sisters Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the I'm the only boy and I'm the youngest and I have three older sisters and they uh they taught me a lot of just a lot of empathy and love and kindness, you know, how to treat people, you know. Are any of them in the in the theater world, the artistic world? Uh they're not. They're not. They I we actually went to the same dance studio when I was like a little kid. It was called Sherry's School of Dance and it was um yeah, I, I remember I did that with them, but since then, no, they they're they're just like they do their own thing, you know, so yeah, but mm-hmm. they, they've always been really supportive and really, really loving. And my, thankfully, thankfully, my, my family has been supportive in what I do. And I will say I did not go to college. My parents were like, well, this dance education that we're spending money on, this is your college because this is what we can afford. Mm-hmm. So that's it. And I was like, OK, great. So <laughs> I remember one of the, one of the questions in, in the email that you had said was, what was what was like the moment 
that you like had decided that you wanted to do this. And I remember specifically, I mean, there was multiple moments, but I'll just say one of them for now. Yeah, please. Yeah. So I remember I was like 17 years old and I had just come back from dancing my little heart out <laughs> over, over the weekend at the dance competition and convention organization called New York City Dance Alliance. Joanne Terry is the executive director as well as founder. And I just remember I, I was laying in bed after that weekend and I just felt so, I think, just open and vulnerable and, and just grateful and just sitting in those emotions and those feelings and just being present. And just, I, I remember that moment. I was like laying in the dark too. I think I was like, I just woke up from a nap because those weekends are intense. <laughs> those weekends are really intense. You're just dancing all weekend. And I was laying there and I just remember thinking like, I was kind of in tears, I think. And I was like, this is like what I want to do. Like, this is, you know, I want to do this with my, with my body, with my life, with my career. And yeah, I just, I felt so grateful in that moment. So that was, that was like, like the definitive moment in my in my brain whenever i think of the first thing that's really amazing that feels like one of the most definitive ring of keys answers we've gotten from a lot of our mm -hmm. guests this idea of having amazing clarity at such a young age is so it's so beautiful to me i feel like we so rarely have those realizations you know so i love definitely of that story that's powerful yeah but i'm also understanding of that how that's not always the case though you know, there's things that can grow on you over time. Like, for instance, when I started dancing, I hated it. Like, I didn't. The reason, well, the, but the reason I started it was because I saw Fred Astaire and just all his films. And I remember just like falling in love with the how he did things. I mean, he did everything. He was so versatile. And I mean, his influences were Bill Bojangos Robinson and John Bubbles, who are also legendary tap dancers. But I was just so drawn to that art form of tap dance. And he didn't, you know, these guys, along with like Sammy Davis Jr., like they, they didn't just tap dance. They also were like actors and singers and choreographers and directors and percussionists. And like that, that to me is like, just a full like just magician i just i just wanted to figure out how they did that and so that's what inspired me to get into class and like start because I, I like when i was a little kid i remember i was i would just be upset like i was like why i couldn't figure out why they how they were doing those things and i wanted to learn how and i was mad because i couldn't do it instantly you know what i mean and i think you know, that just goes to show that you gotta you know put in the work so that's kind of what put me in class and i remember i didn't even like like it at first thankfully when i was a little bit older and i had gone to abby's you know tap dance in my other studio it didn't like click for me and i think me as well as i think for a lot of other people have some anxiety when it comes to tap dancing and, and trying to pick it up and everything but i thankfully when i was about 10 or 11 found just like a really solid tap dance teacher his name is matt saffron he was also in tap dogs and he um he currently teaches at university of west virginia he's a, he's a professor there but at, but at the time you know i met him and he's like 10 years he's like nine ten years older than me so he was kind of like the older brother that i never really had and mm. you know he kind of turned into my mentor in a way, you know, and, and, and when you think of mentor, you think of like, oh, this is my mentor. I'm his mentee. And it's, this is going to, the clouds part and it's going to be a thing, but that's not, it's, just, it's not, it's not, that's not how it happens. It happens naturally. And I didn't even realize he was my mentor until years later. Where I was like, oh, we've spent all this time together. Anyway, he taught me like oh, all so my, special. yeah. And he taught me like just a lot of foundation, you know, just cramp rolls, wings, time steps, you know, flaps, shuffles across the floor, uh, buffaloes, pickups, things like that. And, and now what I, the, the skills that I have is just basically, you know, that's your foundation. That's everything. Thing. So it's just my skills are just a culmination of those things. Yeah. So all that to say, like, 
they don't always necessarily the decisions that we make those definitive decisions they don't always have the like that moment you know that the reason i had that moment was because i had all that time beforehand training and, and trying and failing and seeing and and um developing and growing to come to that decision of okay yes this is truly what i really really what i love you know yeah so it, all that to say it, it takes hard work and just finding it i think so or it is like a definitive thing like this is what i want i know what i want that's it well and so that happened when you were 17 mm -hmm. and then newsies happened very shortly after right yes so i i found out about newsies or i i got Newsies when I was 19. I had auditioned for it a few times before. So that just goes to show like all the people who are auditioning for things, you know, just because people say no or don't pick you right away, like doesn't mean that it's a no forever. Yeah, so I had auditioned for Newsies a few times before and I had also gotten on their radar because same organization with Joe and Terry, NYCDA, Joe had gotten together a bunch of boys from around the States to perform in what it was the Fred Astaire and Adele Awards. And um, they had just brought all these guys together to like work with the creatives of Newsies. And so that's how I got on Newsies' radar, if that makes sense. And, and so they, yeah. they, they, they brought me in a few, a few months later. And uh, I just remember we danced all day, sang and danced all day from 10 to six, this audition. And they told me like an hour later, like after, after I had auditioned, they, they told me like after the final callback, they told me um, in person, and I didn't have an agent at the time. And they were just like, all right, well, you start you start rehearsals in two days. And I was living in Pittsburgh <laughs> at the time. Like I had a I had a mega bus ticket, like ready to go back home, you know, <laughs> I just but I was like, sorry, mom, I just ended up staying in New York. I just never came back home. So that was that was kind of <laughs> how my life took off, literally. Like, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Had you seen Newsies already or was this oh, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. seen it. I had seen it through that experience that I told you that I'd had. And I think that was the first time because it's funny. Growing up, I never like cared about Broadway. I was never that kid to be like, you know, open up the book and sing scales. Like I was never that kid. I just, I knew I just wanted mm -hmm. to dance and I thought Broadway was cheesy and lame. And I kind of like in the movie Tap where Gregory Hines, and I was saying this to somebody the other day, but in the movie Tap, you know, Gregory Hines, he like makes fun of the Broadway dancers for being so clean and cookie cutter. And so I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's whack, you know, like <laughs> I just thought it was silly. And, but that was the first time I like saw a Broadway show that really inspired me. And, and, and I also thought, oh, I could do that as well. Like I have the potential for that. And it's, that's why it inspired me that much more. And then the show was just incredible. You know, I saw the original cast and it was just, it was lit. It was like a rock concert in there. It was just, oh, yeah. it, you know, that's, that's how you want to feel when you go to a Broadway show. It's just like, just whatever emotion that the show is trying to convey, you want, you want to feel that, you know? And so that's why they're oh, so powerful. Totally. So yeah. Newsies yeah. is lit. It's really well, it's, lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I often think about like the world was such a happy place when Newsies was on Broadway. It was just that there was so many, so much young energy and like rising stars and everyone loved it. Even people who didn't necessarily connect with the original movie or thought Disney on Broadway was lame. Like this was That's such so a very true. different yeah. route for Disney on Broadway. And it was such a special and unique experience that I'm sure they really were looking for something specific when they picked the guys to take part of of that production yeah yeah i think it's it's not it's not just in how you you know kick your face or do a trick you know it's not just that i think it's also the artistry that you bring to it 
you know, obviously like there's a confines and how they like to do things and, and you have to stick to that. But at the same time, you know, they, I think they cast based on, you know, aura, you know, energy, kind of like what you talked about before. I was, I was told that shortly after like, you know, we liked the other guy, but you know, there, there was just something about, you know, your, your person, your character that we just like wanted to have, you know, and so that, you know, meant a lot to me. And so I think there's something, something to say about that as well, you know. And I've got to ask just what was your favorite moment of Newsies each night? Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> I, I've never had, I, I guess I never thought about that. It's, it's, it was never really like a, a one specific moment, I think, because every show is different, you know, mm-hmm. every, every show is different, but I, I just, I know that connecting with those guys every day, you know, before the show and just having a good laugh, having a chat and then going on stage and just bringing that into the audience, you know, I think that was always a treat, you know, that, and that was like my first time, like being around like a lot of, uh, you know, masculine energy because I was I was always you know around girls growing up within my dance studio and things like that and, and my sisters you know so I was always yeah. around that that feminine energy you know which I mean everyone has both we're all born with both I'm, I'm not talking about right. sexuality I'm talking about energy yes of but, course, uh, of but, that, but, but you know but that was like my first time around that energy and it was just I remember like navigating that at that young age you know so that mm-hmm. was uh, that was a good growth experience, uh, experience and yeah it was just fun it was, uh, it was just fun and like that's something that like I'm focusing on now too even in you know I'm 28 years old now and that's something that I just try to focus on is like well in this life like this life is very short so like am I gonna want to look back and think wow I stressed out about this or no you know what I chose to to have a different outlook and have fun on it so mm-hmm. you know and that, that's 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 a very general blanket statement I mean there's obviously human things that you know we tend to have that everyday stresses which are completely valid but uh yeah I just I try to have fun and, and the whole experience is just great so yeah newsies to me it seems like it was like a Broadway fraternity you know, but like its own, <laughs> yeah. its own vibe. Yeah. <laughs> so like you obviously went from Newsies and that was sort of like the beginning of your career. And now there was this, this big moment that's been happening over the last couple of months with my favorite movie of the year, West Side Story, which <laughs> I'm so nervous about this remounting. Yeah. And it, I think it blew everyone out of the water. Yeah. And we've mentioned you are heavily featured in this, this seven time nominated Academy Award nominated film. Wow. What brought you to this Steven Spielberg? picture i remember i was doing hamilton in chicago at the time and i had heard from one of the cast members that's the thing a lot of this is word of mouth so i had heard through one of the cast members hey man like they're auditioning for west side story like you should you should get on that and i was like yeah okay so i talked to my agents about it and i remember they had this audition in new york and i actually couldn't go because in the show a lot of the guys in the cast had gone had already called out personal days to go so if I were to go, you know, the show needs a certain amount of coverage. So I wasn't, I just wasn't able to, that's just how the cookie mm-hmm. crumbled. And so I was like, crap. So I remember a few weeks later, there was an, a Los Angeles call. And I remember like, uh, right before I was about to like, just sign up for personal days or try to request them. I thought to myself, man, like, what are, what are the odds? Like, what are the chances of me even getting this? Like, this, I have to spend money on a flight to like go to Los Angeles to do this audition. It's not even like, you know, nothing's promised. Like I just, I had that mentality and then I just snapped out of it. And I was like, wait a minute, John Michael, if you don't go for this, if you don't try, if you don't even try, like you are going to regret it for the rest of your life. And the flip side of that is like, I'm in the movie. Like it's just, yeah. like, <laughs> it's just wild. 
So I so I went to Los Angeles. I stayed with a buddy of mine, uh, Nico Greetham, uh, who's who's also in Newsies, and um, he's, yes. he's, he's doing very very well. He was in the prom, American, American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Yeah, he's killing it. So it's been cool seeing him every now and then out here. But um, we always got to hang out more. Anyway, but I stayed with him. We both went to the audition together, and uh, we just like yeah, we just we danced, and then there was uh, callbacks for for reading with the the ca- at the camera, and and then we sang. Kind of the same thing next day, you know. And but that time, I remember the second day was when Justin Peck, the choreographer, had walked in, and and I had never worked with him before. And there's there's always kind of a moment like in the audition room where like you decide like whether you're like passionate about this or not. And obviously, it's West Side mm. Story, so like you're just automatically going to be passionate. And the same thing happened at the Hamilton audition, like back in 2016. I, I had never worked with. Andy Blankenbuehler, for instance, and so I knew that was the first time, you know, in the audition room, him seeing me dance. So I was like, okay, let's like, let's eat. And that was like kind of the same, <laughs> yeah, that was the same mentality I had in the audition room uh, for West Side Story. Was like, oh, oh cool, like Justin Pack, his crew, and like everyone, like let's let's go, uh, let's let's eat. So I kind of had that, and I didn't like say that to myself, but it just like happened, like in through my physicality, and it just felt great. I think that's that's the biggest thing in the audition process that I want to do is I, no matter if I get the job or not, that's, that's out of my hands, but I just want to walk away feeling like I did my best and I did a good job. You know, right. I just want to walk away feeling good. And I think most people do, would, would, would agree with me. And so I was thankful because, you know, I flew to LA, I auditioned, you know, I got through and it went really well and I sang for them. And I remember, I, again, I, I had really met like Justin, like I've never like shaken his hand or met him face to face. And it was kind of funny because I was asked to sing the Jet song, like to him directly, like just to his face. Cause I was, I got a note, I was singing it very like performative, like, like it's in a theater, right? But they're like, this is film. Like we want you to sing it, like just have a, have a little bit more of a focus, a focal point. And so they're like, can you, can you look at it in Justin's eyes and sing it? And I was like, okay. So that was just, and you know, of course, like, <laughs> You know, they have to just like have this like kind of blank poker face, you know, just just cause like, I, mean, I don't know why, but it just was. That's what happened. And so I just remember singing and be like, this is a really interesting meeting of this human, you know, <laughs> like, but, and then, but yeah, it's so it, cute, too. I would have been like, yeah, yeah, he's a Tony winner as well. Right. For yeah. Carousel. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He, yeah. Um, it's like him. I People sometimes think like run into me like, oh, Justin, and like they because we, we kind of look kind of similar sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, I like, see especially it. if I put on glasses. <laughs> yeah, but and then, so it went well, and then I was like, great. I went back to Chicago, and then I got a call like final callbacks to go to New York, and that was wild. You know, it was just it, I remember it was like right after it was like a week after my birthday because one of the guys who was auditioning with me, Kyle Kaufman, walked up to me and he was he was he was also in the movie. He's the first face you see in the movie. He, he kills it. He walked up to me and he was like, "Hey, man, like, wasn't it your birthday like a week ago?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, like just like <laughs> you know, it's just great to have that you know friendship energy in the room." Um, but it, yeah. that was a time I remember. I I flew in like last minute. It was a crazy s- snowstorm when I flew in before, like the night before the morning of this audition, and I we you know, we got the side. And this, I'm skipping to the final, but. Well, should, should I guess I'm like, wait, should I just like talk about how I read for Steven and stuff? Like that's, I feel like that's like well, a huge part of it. <laughs> that's uh, cool. But I guess I'm curious, were you always going in for big deal or was it? No, no. Jet, a jet. So I had, yeah. I had gone in to read for Riff and for Ice. 
oh, when wow. I first when I first went in. Yeah, so that was really cool. And I I had read like for Steven, like it was like I had met him in the room. It was really cool, and he just had. I mean, it's Steven Spielberg. He's a living legend, and you know, he just had. But th- but there's like a beautiful quality of just ease when you're in the room with him. And it's, I think it's just because he, he, he knows what he wants, you know? And so, and he's also like great at working with, with kids as well. And I think um, dancers just automatically have that kid energy. And so I think that's why he was mm. able to work that much better with each other, but it was, it was great. I like, I read these sides for him with, with this person and with the camera right there, it was like a screen test, you know, and, and I got a note from him and he comes over and he like tells me the note and says, yeah, you can do this. I'm like, wow. Steven's talking to me. He's right here next to me, but this is great. This is awful. It was like an out of body. It was so cool. Yeah. And like, I just, yeah, it, uh, great. I, again, you know, he just had this, this beautiful energy. And, and so I took the notes, like everything he would say, I would take the correction and direction and then I'd do it. And like, okay. And we did something else, a different side. And, and well, he was like, okay, well, look, let's see John back on, uh, back on Friday. And so I was the, the final call and yeah. And then the final call I had like flown in, like I said, there was a snowstorm. I had, I hadn't gotten into my place till late. It was stressful getting in. Cause like I was like stuck on this bus. Anyway, I, 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 I digress. Classic but, New York travel. Classic New York. But like, oh. as I'm traveling, we get like all these sides. Like I get like four different sides. Cause you asked about characters. So like I got mm-hmm. like four different yeah. sides, like four different pages for each character. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like this is so much. Like I'm going to, I'm about to go in the room with, Steven tomorrow and do this and like <laughs> and so I just that night I get in I start looking at it I'm like well okay I'm just gonna go to bed and just it's gonna be what it's gonna be but you know you're just you're just trying to cram essentially you know but like because it's it's a huge opportunity so like it's it's hard to like be it's a balance of like being calm but also like fighting the like the nerves because it's important you know and but it, it, it was great we all the, the last day we all danced and like danced the gym kind of setting as like partners i danced with paloma garcia lee yes who was who was who was grazi i danced with her in our audition iconic uh, yeah yeah and because because again they were like still trying to find like who could be riff who could be who you know so i think that audition was like okay we know you like we want these people but now it's just a matter of like finding like who we want for specific characters and so huh. yeah there was just like different different things that we did like i remember like a lot of the like the jet guys they were trying to find us and they were like how about we just walk around and like snap and just like get in different positions as we snap and walk around and like it just it was cool because i you know we the jet boys and, and us talked about that later down the line once we had all gotten the film and we were like yeah that felt like the crew you know, so wow. it's just stuff like that. That's just cool. And and yeah, I just, I, I read for Riff. I read for Diesel. I, I also prepared Action and Ice. And, but, you know, I honestly didn't know how I did. I, uh, to be honest with you, I, I, it didn't feel as good as the LA auditions, but I just, I was like, okay, well, it is what it is. And I went back to Chicago and I was like, I don't know, man. I'm like pacing back and forth. And, and usually in these, these instances, just, you know, you, you do it and then you walk away, you know, but this one, I was like, I was thinking about it, you know, and so I got mm-hmm. back to Chicago and I was like, I don't know. And, I, and my dad was actually visiting me in Chicago at the time. And um, it was really sweet because it was, it was that much more special because I got the call when he was there with me. And uh, that was uh, really, really neat. You know, my agents called me and they just, they didn't tell me, they just played the music. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> played it. I just like heard like, and I just like, and they were like, John Michael? I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh my god, you remember that story? I was like, oh, I was like more. It was just like so much shock and awe, and just oh yeah, it was just shock and awe. I think that's the. 
I just kept saying, what? Really? Oh my god! Like, it just kept going between those two things. And, uh, <laughs> well, congrats. Oh the final result is absolutely remarkable, and I'm sure that Steven, well, I don't, I'm not a first name based with him, but Spielberg brought the energy that he had in that audition with you to the set, because the control and precision of the entire movie is just a masterpiece. Yeah. I sat there, My, I had the chills the moment the film started and you hear like the whistle, you know, mm. John Michael, my jaw was on the floor the whole time. I seriously was blown away. I wasn't sure. I mean, I'm a huge fan of the original West Side Story is one of my all time favorite musicals. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't going into it thinking I wasn't going to like it, yeah. but my expectations were absolutely exceeded. It was a full, a fully complete film and it told an amazing story and the, the dancing. Mm. Oh my God. Unreal. When the jets are like in the opening, <laughs> dancing through the streets. Come on. I mean, I wanted to like applaud halfway through every number. It was crazy. You guys killed it. Oh my God. Well, thank, thank you so much for saying that, that it, it, you know, Ariana DeBose just got a SAG award, by the way, her speech was beautiful. Yes. You know, I'll say what she said, you know, she, it, it was truly a labor of love. And, and like you said, Steven really did bring that energy in the room. And, and again, he, he had been wanting to do it since he was a kid, you know? So for him to do this, he was just like, it was like watching a kid create something, you know, but in all the best ways, you know, and when he talks to you, you know, it's as if he's speak. it's as if you're the only one in the room, you know, and it's not like an intimidation factor. It's like, it's nothing like that. It's more, it's just like, you're being like, you feel secure, you feel held and it's with respect and kindness and, but also playfulness too, you know? So like, it's just, it's a surreal experience to be in the room knowing that you're like working with a living legend, but it's another to like, know the, gravity of the situation as you're doing it too you know but then mm. there's also a time and place of like okay let's like let's let's figure out what this is you know and, and how to yeah. dig deeper and yeah it was like you said walking through the streets you know with, with the I, that was like <laughs> that's it's just, like to do that was just so cool like you i don't think i've ever felt more like badass in my entire yeah, life yeah. like knowing these guys at this point like at this point we're filming like we've like all become like actual brothers like the bond that the jets created was like it's, I mean, we, we're still in this group chat. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, what do you guys talk about thing. in this group chat? Like, uh, what goes down in the Jets group chat? That's, I that's mean, be that's between the Jets. That's between the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept uh, but, uh, that answer. That's yeah, amazing. But I'll, I'll just, I'll never, you know, forget that feeling. And I just never felt like such a more of a badass because you're around these guys who are like, at this point, are your bros, your brothers, you know, and like, you're literally just walking through the streets. It's a beautiful day outside. It's summer in New York City. Like, you're, you're actually, in it's not a set there's no cgi it's just you're just doing the thing and it's being captured on a film like real it's not digital steven did it the old school way like he, he just he did it on film and like that's also what's so special because it just adds like an extra magic and haze around everything and mm -hmm. to just do that was just so i'll never forget it it was life-changing <laughs> uh, i i can feel it coming from you i'm curious Thanks. if you have like a favorite memory from set or a favorite day of shooting yeah one of the things that i remember i just remember shooting kind of like what i had said before just like so shooting the prologue was just really cool you know just that similar energy of just like running through the streets dancing through the streets like on concrete you know just grateful and i remember there was there's a point in it's actually where when Big Deal makes his like entrance, <laughs> and, <laughs> and there's like there's like a moment where like he I slide down this like fire escape, you know, and I just remember like them like 
hoisting me up there in a harness and I'm like on the ladder and I'm just like chilling there, you know, but I just, I just remember like just breathing in that moment and just taking it in, just looking around. Like, and, I, and I have like a higher, you know, vantage point because I'm like on, I'm on a ladder, like, you know, like a story high. And I'm just like looking around Harlem and I'm like, this is really cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is really great. I'm about to like jump down this thing and like film this move. Like we're doing this thing. And it's just, yeah, that, that, you know, yes, about a specific moment. Just, I think me just like mm-hmm. being up there on that ladder and like about to like jump down and feeling like I'm about to go with my, my gang, you know, it's just, yeah. it's really, really special. It's just, you know, and that's another thing. Like we just, everyone just cared about it so much. Like everyone just put in the work. We cared about it. We, we did it. And like, I think that I know that that's why that the energy just breathes life into the screen every single time you watch it, you know? So that's remarkable. And I'm so glad everyone who hadn't gotten the chance to see it in theaters is now going to be able to on Disney plus. Thank goodness. It's I know I'm going to watch it all the time. Put it on in the background if I'm just hanging out because it is that amazing. Mm. I love it. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. Well, I have more to say about Wesley's story in a second, but really quick as we're wrapping up, I'm curious how your experience in Hamilton has been pre and then after lockdown. Have you been a swing the whole time you've been in Hamilton? That's a good question. Yeah. So when I, was cast I was cast in the original company in Chicago and as Man One, which is like the Charles Lee track, uh, and I was an on stage cast ensemble member. Mm-hmm. And so I did that for like two and a half, three years, how long however long I was there. And then so I and Hamilton is is, you know, a really cool show, you know, and it's one of those shows that I've been fortunate enough to get, you know, asked to come back to, which I, I'm just I'll always be grateful, you know, that they I feel like they have my back in that way and, and I'll always be happy to go and do that anyway. But um, yeah, so I was on stage there. And then when I, so I moved out here to Los Angeles just for myself. I didn't know anything about Hamilton. I moved out here because after the pandemic, or well, we're still in it, but over it, I just, I was over it. <laughs> I didn't want to be in New York anymore. I just, I wasn't really happy. And just because I, I think everyone just felt at the time. So just, you know, in their own bubble in their box and I just needed to get away. So I moved to LA, not really having much. And then I just made my way uh, along and I've always been kind of a risk taker in that way. Uh, I think you can always grow the most in those scenarios. Anyway. So I remember like a few months in and I'm out here and I just get a call from my agents that was like, Hey, do you want to be in the company out here in Los Angeles? And I was like, woo, yeah, of course, you know, and, uh, (laughs) but they asked for me to be a, a swing, which I'd never done before. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm always down to do something that's new and fresh to keep my mind and body going and guessing in that way. Cause doing the same thing over and over is like really feels like insanity. You know, it's kind of a definition, you know? So, yeah. So I, I was, I was grateful to do that. And it, it, it was really strange. I think going back into it after years of not touching that choreography or that, or being in that, that environment of the show. So I, it was a bit strange, but I was also like, impressed with myself of like after three years like it's the geography and the like isms and rules are still like in myself <laughs> you know it's really it's really interesting how that works once you hear the music it's like a robot just turns on and you just dial in you know but uh yeah so i've been a swing out here and it's my first time swinging and honestly i've, I've been enjoying it you know it's it's been it's been really really cool and i think you know 
let's, let's try to do everything with the least amount of stress possible, you know, so that's, that's yeah. you know, cause that, that they, you know, it is, it is a hard job mentally, you know, and cause you just have so many things, different tracks floating around in your mind. And, you know, they say, they say, if you can swing Hamilton, like you can swing any show because there's so many different pathways and like details and paperwork and, and just different, like little nuances and details. Not a lot of other shows necessarily have off the bat you know so yeah i i'm i've been grateful that I've, that i've experienced it and uh i'm actually uh leaving the show this is actually my last week at the show um oh, yeah yeah oh yeah this is my last week I'm, my last show is on march 6th and uh i'm gonna go do something else i can't say what it is but i'm i'm really excited Ooh. and so that's what's up oh All my right. god well good yeah. for you that's awesome i'm so glad we're catching you here before you before you leave hamilton yeah. and I'm excited to hear what you have going on next. Oh my gosh, John Michael, I feel like we could talk to you forever. I know. We do have to wrap up here. And before we say goodbye, we like to end on a dose of drama, something to leave our listeners <laughs> with, whether it be a pop culture recommendation, something to rant about, rave about, behind the scenes, anything. And I'll start today because on the topic of West Side Story, there is something I'm feeling so dramatic about. And I cannot believe that Rachel Zegler, it's pronounced Zegler, right? Zegler, yeah. I cannot believe she did not get nominated for an Oscar. Mm. I mean, I know how things stack up and nominations go, and she was like in the fifth or sixth slot, or sixth or seventh slot, or kind of close to fifth, but I seriously cannot believe she didn't get in there. I have not been so taken mm. by a debut performance in a film in, I don't know, I don't yeah. know when. She was everything. Yeah. When she opened her mouth to sing, it was like angels. Oh my yeah. God. I listened to her songs on the soundtrack literally every yeah. week i mean i know she's killing it obviously doing snow white and every the next shazam right so she's gonna be doing so many things but uh i wish that her performance could be remembered well she won the golden globe you know i'll say yeah. my dose of drama because i do i do have are we on theme here? <laughs> is that mike feist wasn't nominated for an oscar because i thought he was remarkable yeah. so you know the movie in and of itself got the full big best picture nomination you know you're only as good as the whole team and so i think that everyone really put everything into that movie and everyone should be walking away with awards yeah no i i the cool thing about you know rachel is like i we, we all had the same feeling when we watched her you can't help but just kind of like fall in love with her when you when you watch the screen you know and it's it's great because she sounds like that in person like it's that's there's no auto-tune there's nothing like on anyone like everyone just sounds like that good and so like it just makes everything that much sweeter you know so yeah everyone everyone killed it and like mike was so great as as our leader as uh, uh for the jets and he just i remember there's there was like a moment where he just like sort of dialed in to the character and we all felt the shift and we were standing there in, in our group and our gang and it just like it, you know it just created a wave of energy that you know i think really showed through on screen so he he being around him was just so inspiring and the cool thing about him too is like he doesn't have like any social media or anything like that you know it's great but he's still like killing it you know what i mean it's just, like yeah. he stays quiet puts in the work and like there's just all all my respect you know so oh, i love uh -huh. it also a newsy and also an Ohio boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's right. Do I have a dose of drama? <laughs> Taking me back to the reality show and, and dance moms. I know, right? Are you better than Jesse? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not really honestly one for drama. I was trying to think of something earlier, but I was like, I, I don't know. I, I just honestly, I just, 
I guess I'll just flip that as like, you know, I just try to s- just do the work and stay respectful and just be kind. Like that's, that's my, if there's any drama, it's, Hey, be kind. All right. That's, that's yeah. like the biggest thing. Cause you, know, you never know how, how far that can go. You know, you never know Absolutely. Um, the kind of day that a person is having, you know, so it's, it's important to just approach things with sensitivity. It's all about the approach, right? So just with sensitivity and care and kindness. And I think that's, I think that's just, you know, I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's my drama. Well, well, I have to dip, but I'm gonna so I'm gonna let Connor take you out on this. But it was so nice to meet you, John Michael. But stick around because Connor will wrap everything up. Thank you so much for chatting. Of course, great to meet you. Great to meet you. Thank you. (laughs) What I was gonna say, John Michael, is you do have such great energy and you it comes across like from the moment you interact with people. So I love that. And you were saying earlier about life's too short. Like you just gotta like have fun and go for it. And I love that so much. Because it's true. We only get yeah. one life. Yeah. Go for it. I was just going to say, why not be kind? Yeah, of yeah. I think well, that, that's just kind of been the, what I've been going by lately. You know, as I've, it, that's just where I'm at in my adult and art, artist, artistic life right now. But I think that's, you know, that can be kind of cliche to say, like, oh, life is too short, YOLO. Yeah, yeah. But like, when you actually think about it, like there's days in my car, I'll just be driving, or I'll just be sitting there, and all of a sudden I have the thought, I'm just like, and, and this might seem a little like, you know, different kind of energy, but you know, I'll just think like, Oh my God, like I'm, I'm not going to be here for forever. Like I'm, I'm going to, we're all going to die one day. (laughs) Like that's a fact period. And, but we don't know when. So it's like, well, I, I want to look back on my life and just think like, I, wow, I, I, I did that. Or I treated this person that way, or I accomplished this and, or I, I was present in that moment and I'm, you know, just like little things like that, you know, less is more. And, um, and we don't always get the chance to like sit and look back on our deathbed. You know what I mean? Like it's, we, we don't always get that, that moment. So I just, I think it's that just that much more important to just be where you're at and just take things for, try to see the positive and everything and control what you can and let go of what you can't. Yeah. yeah totally. I think that's also key for sure. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. You're so wise that you're 28 years of age, which is also how old I am. And I feel like I'm not as wise as you, but anyway, I cannot thank you enough for your time today. And I can't wait for all of our listeners to check out West Side Story on Disney plus and I mean, I think it's actually still playing in some theaters too. So if you can go see it in the movies, you absolutely yeah. must. And they can see you coming down the coming down the uh, fire escape and singing at the top of your lungs. Uh, oh my Officer god! Krupke, yeah, which was <laughs> amazing. That scene, you guys took an amazing, like, fun yeah. song and made it its own little mini musical within yeah. the show. Like, seriously, Thanks, out of this man. world. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for saying yeah. all that. And everyone should follow you. You're on Twitter as just JMF. Oh my God. I, I am not. Okay. I'm just, I'm not active on there. Sorry guys. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm really not. Just go to, just go to my Instagram. Like that's, that's the place. I'm not even active on, on Twitter. Instagram. It, so we'll just go to Instagram at John seven yeah, Michael. And I can't wait to see what this mysterious next project is. I feel like it's going to be amazing. Um, and drama listeners, if you're not already following us, follow me at Connor McDowell, Dylan at Dylan McDowell. And of course, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at The Drama Podcast. We're going to keep bringing you new episodes every single Wednesday like we have for the last two and a half years. And Dylan left, which is kind of iconic that I've, I'm signing off an episode without him because also he's the one who does sign off for me. But John Michael, thanks for your time. Of course, man. Thank you so much for having me. And I'll see you next time. Drama.